Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This might be the farthest from home I've ever been. I've lived in a city of mostly humans, surrounded by more cities of mostly humans. But today I'm traveling past a land of the Fae. The Fae folk tend to live in forests rather than in towns. Some groups welcome visitors, but others despise them. It's important to check if you should avoid the forest or if you're good to walk in. For this particular area, you're good to pass through it as long as you stay on the path. It would be extremely rude to wander off the trail. Like if someone back home wandered off the sidewalk and into someone's house. People spread a lot of rumors about the Fae trying to trick people into trespassing. I have a theory that people make stories like that up as excuses for going where they shouldn't. I spent most of my day-to-day -day walking on the path, and I didn't see anyone trying to tempt me off of it. In fact, what tempts me off the path happens after I've left the forest. I see a large group setting up camp on a flat patch of ground nearby. I'd guess they recently traveled through the forest as well. It would be nice to have some company tonight, so I wander over to say hello. Everyone seems engrossed in some task or another, and nobody seems to notice me, save one. Hello, fine traveler. Will you help us? What do you need help with? Will you help us? What? Can you explain a little? Will you help us? Sure. Yeah, I'll help you. Can Thank you tell you, me- Thank you, stranger. We have disputes to solve and decisions to make before we can continue on our journey. Please go talk to Liam, who needs help preparing for nightfall. Okay. Do you know where Liam is? Please, go talk to Liam, who needs help preparing for nightfall. I'll take that as a no. Something is wrong here. Something is very wrong here. I walk around looking for Liam, even going up to people to ask them. But they all ignore me, too invested in their tasks. Their eyes seem a little glazed over, and their motions are repetitive. I see someone sitting on the ground holding a match and looking very confusedly at an unlit torch, an empty lantern, and a pile of wood. That must be Liam, getting ready to light the camp before the sun sets. Hey there, Liam. Tell me, what do I light first? The torch, the lantern, or the campfire? 
I only have one match. You can light any one of them from the other, you know. What do I light first? The torch, the lantern, or the campfire? I only have one match. What do you need the light for? Are you planning on doing some cooking, or do you just want more light for when the sun goes down? What do I light first? The torch, the lantern, or the campfire? I only have one match. I don't know what to tell you. Why do you need me to decide? What do I light first? The torch, the lantern, or the campfire? I only have one match. Okay, how about for a start, you light the match? The match. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Then I will light the torch. Glad I could help. This doesn't make any sense. If it Whoa. takes an hour and a Where'd half you come from? for two torches to burn down, how long will it take for five torches to burn down? What? Why? If it takes an hour and a half for two torches to burn down, how long will it take for five torches to burn down? Okay. Um... An hour and a half. Is that what you needed? Thank you for your assistance. But can you help Allie with her question too? Sure thing, I guess. What have I gotten myself into? Are you Allie? Help me find the answer to this poem. It goes like this. When I'm first said, I'm quite mysterious. But when I'm explained, I'm nothing serious. What am I? That's a riddle, not a poem. A riddle! That's exactly it. Oh, yeah, that was definitely my answer. You are most clever, adventurer. I'm so glad Finley sent you to me. Perhaps you can also help Helen decide the winner of the race? A race? All right, sounds interesting. But not terribly relevant to setting up camp. Who won the foot race? Can you help me find out? Flynn finished before Luna, but after Saffron. Kay finished before Gilroy, but behind Luna. What's the order? Who won? What? When did this happen? Why is this important? Don't answer that. I'll help you. Flynn before Luna. Kay before Gil... Uh, can you give that to me again? Who won the foot race? Can you help me find out? Flynn finished before Luna, but after Saffron. Kay finished before Gilroy, but behind Luna. What's the order? Who won? Okay, I got this. Flynn before Luna. Flynn Luna. Flynn after Saffron. Saffron Flynn Luna. Kay before Gilroy, but behind Luna. So still, Saffron Flynn Luna, but then Kay Gilroy. Yeah, that's it. I got it. Okay. Saffron, Flynn, Luna, Kay, Gilroy. Does that help? Well done, traveller. Next, Amanda needs help running an errand. Will you help her? So this is a bunch of riddles then? Okay, let me try one. Um, what have I got in my pockets? Amanda needs help running an errand. Will you Help her. Okay. It wasn't really a riddle. I'll give you that one. Criticism noted. <sighs> I'll go find this Amanda person. 
Even after I leave, I notice that these people are still doing the same repetitive motions. Liam is still trying to light the one torch. Finley alternates between watching them and pacing in a circle. It looks like Allie is still pondering her poems, while Helen is watching me search for Amanda. She seems very invested in this errand. And as I look for Amanda, a person runs up to me. I need to know. What is at the end of everything? Excuse me? I need to know what is at the end of everything. What is at the end of everything? <sighs> I wish you would tell me why this is so important for you to know. I need to know what is at the end of everything. The void? I don't know. Okay, Ryan, think. This is just another riddle. End of everything. What is everything? A concept? Sure. A place? Not really. A person? Probably not. A word? Everything is a word. Everything is a word. Would that make the end of everything the letter G? Yes, that's it. And she's gone. Wonder if that's Amanda over there. Are you Amanda? Do you need help with an errand? Please give this bread to John's father's only sister, sole brother-in-law. Uh, who? Please give this bread to John's father's only sister, sole brother-in-law. John's father's only sister's sole brother-in-law. Okay. John's father's sister. So, John's aunt. Only sister. So, only aunt. Brother-in-law of the aunt would be, if it was the only brother-in-law, the husband of John's father. So, John's father. His other one, that is. Of course. That was unnecessarily complicated, Amanda. Give this bread to John's father's only sister's sole brother-in-law. You could have just said his dad <laughs> would have been much easier. Give this bread to John's father's only sister, sole brother-in-law. Yes, I will give this bag of fine bread to John's most esteemed second father. Thank you. Evan will be most grateful. Are you John's dad, Evan? I was told to give this to you. Most wonderful. I also have a task for you. Would you be so kind as to assist me? What? No bread for me? I also have a task for you. Would you be so kind as to assist me? Yes, I will assist you. Can you determine who is missing this liar and return it to them? Aaron and Cole over there know more about it. Will do. Finally, actual directions to somebody. Do you know who's missing this liar? Oh yes, it must be Grace and her friends. The four of them are taking music lessons together. Tess is either 16 or 18. I can't remember. Why is her age important? The four kids are between ages 16 and 19. I remember that the 17-year-old is learning to play the ukulele. It's not Grace, then. She's learning the flute. Those are vastly different instruments. Who's learning the xylophone? Xylophone? Val's younger sister. She's two years younger than Val, I think. Yes, that's right. So, who's learning the lyre? Who does this lyre belong to? Why do you care about their ages so much? 
Can you actually help me find out who's missing this liar? Oh yes, it must be Grace and her friends. The four of them are taking music lessons together. Tess is either 16 or 18, I can't remember. The four kids are between the ages 16 and 19. I remember that the 17 year old is- Gods give me strength! Okay, so what do I know? There's four kids, Grace, Val, Tess, and Val's sister. This belongs to one of them. Not Grace, because she's learning the flute. And not Val's sister, because she's learning the xylophone, of all things. So, Val or Tess? 50-50 chance, not bad. Hang on, who is Val's sister, though? Oh, it could be Tess. Dang it. Again from the top. So, there's four kids. Grace, Val, Tess, and someone else, if Tess is indeed Val's sister. Let's assume she is for now. But if it is someone else, they didn't give me their name. So this liar probably isn't theirs because I can't return it if it is. So in this scenario, it's not the unnamed kids, and it isn't Tess's because she's Val's sister and plays the xylophone, and it still isn't Grace's because she's on the flute. So it's Val. <laughs> Figured that out without any of the age nonsense. Take that. Now to find Val. Hmm. There's a group of girls standing together over there. Maybe that's the four of them. Are any of you Val? Greetings, Traveler. Is that my lyre you have? Yep. Here you go. Thank you for returning my instrument. You've done well. The last of us who needs your assistance is the leader of our caravan, Lysander. Do you know where he is? The last of us who needs your assistance is the leader of our caravan, Lysander. I don't even know why I tried. You there, face me in a duel. Oh, come on! You've got to be kidding me. You there, face me in a duel. What's the clever solution here supposed to be? This isn't a puzzle. There is nothing to solve. Coward, come here and fight. Oh, multiple responses? Aren't we fancy? Coward, come here and fight. He paces back and forth with confidence, demonstrating various flourishes with his sword. He's acting brave, but his eyes are wide with fear. He's stuck like the others, but he has way more to lose than them. I still can't figure out what sort of puzzle this is. Everything else was word games. But I think I have to fight him. If it's the only way to stop all of this, I'll do it. Excellent. You will make a fine opponent. Let the duel begin. Is that all you've got? I don't want to hurt you. Is that all you've got? Finally, I twist and his sword falls to the ground. I look up at him to see what he does. Is he going to try to grab it? Run away? Pull a hidden dagger out and fight with that? But instead... He slumps to the ground and takes a deep breath. Oh, gods, thank you, thank you. 
do you know what was going on? What? What caused this? I caused this. It's all my fault. We were traveling through Feyland, and I knew we should stay on the path, but everyone was weary and exhausted. I made the decision to take a shortcut. Despite the warnings I'd been given, I led us off the allowed path. Nobody stopped us, and when we arrived here and set up camp, I thought we were in the clear. Obviously, I was wrong. We've been setting up camp and tearing it down every day for a week. Wow, that's really something. I owe you so much. We owe you so much. I need to make sure everyone is alright, but please, don't leave just yet. Okay, I'll stay nearby. So, you solved it. What? Oh, I guess? Several people tried and failed to do what you did. Each of them got stuck at various points or another and gave in to their frustration. How do you know that? Oh, well, I might have been the one who got them stuck. You're not going to do anything to me, are you? Certainly not. These travelers trespassed on my land, but you did no such thing. In fact, you took the time to solve my numerous puzzles without knowing why it was being asked of you. You had nothing to gain, but you still stayed to help these strangers, solving preposterous riddle after preposterous riddle. I hope they've learned a thing or two about kindness from you. But the last one, with Lysander. That wasn't a riddle. Why did I have to duel him? He made the decision to lead the group off the path. The others needed a lesson about blindly following directions. Lysander needed... Let's just say he needed a stronger lesson. Ah. I see. The Fae are not to be trifled with. You know this. I would not have permitted Lysander to die, but I am impressed that you went out of your way to disarm him without injury. You're truly someone special, Orion. You're welcome in the land of the Fae should you ever desire to visit. Oh, thank you. If anyone questions you, tell them Clover says you're a friend of the Fae. They'll know what it means. I don't know what to say. Then don't say anything. Okay. <laughs> See you around, Orion. Clover leaves as quietly as she came, without anyone else noticing her. That's probably for the best. I don't want any more fights happening today. Or tonight. The sun is starting to set, and I see Helen helping Finley hang lanterns around the camp. They nearly walk into Val, who is stubbornly moving her tent across the grass. She must be determined to sleep somewhere else. After a week of repeating the same motions, I'd suspect all the travelers are doing something different. Lysander leads me around, giving me a proper introduction to everyone. I receive lots of thanks and even a little money. We end the night sharing food and stories around the campfire. It took a little longer than expected, but I finally get to have company and real conversations. As the fire burns on, 
I wonder what else I'll come across in the next few months. If anything, I bet it'll be exciting, and I can't wait to find out. Thank you for side-questing with us. This episode, NPC, was written and produced by Talmanir. It's also the season one finale. If you think you heard a familiar voice in this episode, you probably did. Avery was voiced by Chad Ellis, creator of Station Blue, a stunning Antarctic isolation horror podcast. Liam was voiced by DJ Silvis, creator of Moonbase Data Out, a beautiful sci-fi show full of feelings, relationships, and also tardigrades. Finley was voiced by Lisette Alvarez, creator of Kalila Stormfire's Economical Magic Services, a spectacular urban fantasy show. Ali was voiced by Hannah Wright, creator of In Between, an adorable fantasy adventure podcast set between adventures. Helen was voiced by Robin Howell, creator of Saren, an excellent sci-fi podcast about a journey across the stars. Sif was voiced by Karen Heimdall, creator of Y2K, a great show about love, identity, and long-distance friendship. Amanda was voiced by Leslie Gideon, creator of The Path Down, an upcoming audio drama about grief, superpowers, and good intentions. Evan was voiced by Davis Walden, creator of The Viridian Wild, a fascinating fantasy nature podcast about a mythozoologist studying magical creatures. Cole was voiced by Evan Tess Murray, one of the creators of This Planet Needs a Name, a beautiful sci-fi audio drama suitable for our times. Aaron was voiced by Claudia Elvidge, creator of The Beacon, an amazing fantasy show about magic powers, giant monsters, and the importance of making friends. Val was voiced by Theron Stapp, one of the creators of Interference, a lovely queer audio drama about space-crossed lovers from different dimensions. Clover was voiced by Hazel Stapp, the other creator of Interference. She also DMs Legends of Chell, an actual play podcast set in the same universe as Interference. Lysander was voiced by A.R. Olivieri, creator of Magic Kingdom, Limbo, Great and Terrible, The Easiest of All the Hard Things, and several more immersive works of audio microfiction. And as always, the voice of Ryan was Talmanir, creator of SideQuesting. Some of the best content for kids is both entertaining and educational. And with 5 for 5 Trivia, not only do kids get to learn from each week's brand new theme, they also get to challenge themselves by playing trivia. A Parents' Choice Foundation Silver Award winner, this fast-paced trivia podcast is perfect for kids ages 6 to 12. It's released five times a week, so it's a quick addition to your daily routine and a fun challenge to get five out of five right on trivia topics like animal sounds, time travel, fictional ghosts, and underwater exploration. So get your high fives warmed up and check out Five for Five Trivia, available wherever you listen to podcasts.